Okay, let's play a game. I'm gonna tell you an uneven bars routine composition, and you're gonna try to guess which is the owner of this uneven bars routine. Ready? Okay. So we start with a beautiful in bar full, connecting right into a Komova 2, into a pack and a Van Leeuwen. Then does the cast the handstand, an in bar half connect to a Pike Jaeger, then a half giant, that one, and full twist in double back. Okay. Now that was the routine. Let's try to guess who's the owner of this routine. Option A, Darius Pirojanova, Option B, Angelina Melnikova, and Option C, Vladislav Orasova. Do you have your answer? And why is your answer all of the above? Well, because those three routines are exactly the same. Why those three gymnasts has the exact same routine and is almost the same as Salia Mustafina's real uneven bar routine except for the dismount? Or why double twist your chenkas are the most uh, used bolt at women gymnastics? Why the handle mount is that notoriously used on balance beam and why wolf turns looks almost like a requirement on both beam and floor well it's because gymnastics is losing its originality and what's the cause of this the code of points well if you don't know what the code of point is is this like a book that contains all the rules of gymnastics. There's a code of points for women artistic gymnastics, a code of points for male artistic gymnastics, a code of points for rhythmic gymnastics, that kind of stuff. On this book we have the difficulty values of each element, the requirements of each apparatus, the deductions for each element, that kind of stuff. So basically it has all the rules to get this course for uh, for our routine. This code of points is updated each quadrennium after the Olympic Games. So right now we're on the 2017-2020 code of points that it was meant to last until last year, but now with COVID and all of that stuff, uh, we expand the use of that code of points a year more because this year is gonna be the existence of the Olympic Games, right? So, well, basically, this code of points, what, what tries to implement is divide this course in two sections, the difficulty and the execution. On the difficulty value, we have, uh, like, all the elements that should be done. The elements gives you, like, the base value of the routine. So, you add that to a perfect then that is a maximum execution score that you can get and that's your your potential scoring routine. And then the execution are the deductions you take for elements. For example, if you take a step, you're gonna be deducted 
a tenth of a point. If it's a full, a half or a huge step, you're gonna be deduct three tenths of a point. If you fall, you have a full point deduction. So basically, uh, on your starting value, you start to, to rest those deductions and that's how your score is built up. The thing with this is that obviously, if you have the list of the values of each skills and that stuff, you obviously are gonna work through that list in order to create your routines because a perfect routine for a gymnast should be created using the gymnastic potential of doing certain skills knowing that it's gonna receive the difficulty and the execution to make the, the skill stand up for the gymnast. It also, it has to be adapted to the functionality with the code of points. Because otherwise, it's like if a gymnast will try a combination on being a backhand spring layout, step out, layout, step out, layout, step out. It's useless to do that because you're gonna receive only three of four skills because you can't do uh, a series of four acrobatic elements on, on balance beam. So obviously you need to adapt the routines you're gonna create to both the things you can do and the things that are gonna receive the most amount of points possible. And the problem with this is that if you have, for example, a double wolf turn on beam, having the same amount of difficulty score than a double L turn on beam is only a tenth of that of difference. Obviously, you're gonna choose the double wealth turn because it's easier and you can get less deductions because there's almost no deductions for a wealth turn. I think there's none. That's why wealth turns are that popular. So obviously you're gonna go for the easier things if you're gonna receive the same amount of points, right? Same on floor. Obviously, you're gonna go better for a double twisting, double tack, most known as a syllabus, than for a double Arabian layout, most known as a Dos Santos 2. Why? Well, because those two elements are valued as the same and the syllabus is easier than in Los Santos. So those kind of things repercute on the decisions of both the gymnasts and the coaches to choose the elements they're gonna use. And because of that, is why we're watching those many dolphins your those many uh, uneven bars composition that all the elements are the same and in the exact same order that's why we see that much wafters candle mounts double pike dismounts and why we are starting to watch that much syllabus and floors so yeah i blame the code of points for that this video was an idea that came to my mind after watching 
a video of sport everywhere uh, that if you don't follow that YouTube channel, are you really considered a gymnastics fan? I don't think so. On that video, it was a video about uh, connections that we connections and skills that we don't see uh, anymore. And um, well, I agree with that. But the, the inspiration came from the comment section, saying that gymnastics was not original anymore. And I quite of agree. But at the same time, I agree to disagree. Because so many people were saying that back then, with the perfect then system, uh, the routines were, were original because there was no standard to, to build up routines. And it's quite true. But at the same time, it's quite hypocritical. Think about that. If you if you are the same person who says that you dislikes uh, Romanian gymnasts from the 90s because all of the routines were cookie cutter routines that were just copy and pass, and this was under the the perfect time system. Or for example, on the um, 2001 to 2004 um, quad. Almost all people on floor was doing uh, cat lips or, or tuck jumps, things that we don't see that much anymore. But in that in that quadrium, you can see almost all of the routines of the even final, and all of them has at least a cat lip or a tuck jump. So I don't think it's it's fault of a code of points. Also on the perfect end system back then, mm, I think it was well since the eighties. They have uh, the routine that uh, also with execution. Just that you had a base value of uh, depending on the skills you do, your base value could be a thin nine 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 eight, and a part of that you receive deductions that were less harsh than they're today. But basically, it's the same. So the perfect ten system wasn't the 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 answer to to the originality, right? Because well, the perfect ten system also had uh, high flaws on on this course because at the end of the day, you were doing things that weren't regarded. For example. I know I cancelled this person, but I'm gonna talk about it. It's Bethlana Quarkina. At the 2000 Sydney Olympics, on an even bar, she had a, basically a starting value of 10.2. She had a margin of two, two tenths of a point uh, more than the, the, than the base value you could get back then. So she was doing skills that at the end of the day, she could stop doing and still receiving the same base value. Or for example, gymnast as Tatiana Tuzikova from the Soviet Union back in 1987 were doing uh, full full twisting double layout, something we know now as a Chisovitina. Years before Chisabitina invented that that skill, invented under quotation marks, obviously because someone did it before her. And she was receiving basically nothing for that element. Or Alessia Dugnik, also from the Soviet Union in 1989, who are doing a routine composition that now 
works like uh, 6.2 of star value, which is massive. And back in the 80s, and still, she won the silver medal because her routine had a little bubble on the dismount. And Daniela Silvash, who were the, the gold medalist, didn't, didn't hesitate that much. And even, when, even though her routine was easier, she still got in the lead. So, no, I don't think the perfect thing was the right code of points. But if neither the perfect thing system and the D plus E um, current uh, score system is not the greatest too, what do we need um, to make the code of points regarding originality and still awarding the the, uh, the difficulty and execution of the elements. And that's why we're going to talk about that right now. Well, there are some points of the code of points that I disagree completely. Let's talk about that, right? First of all, on uneven bars, both the transitions and the periods are capped at E. If you don't know how does the, the the difficulty value works, you have different elements and each element has like a letter a letter um, that says the difficulty. You have letters from A to J, A being a tenth of a point, J being a full point. Uh, so any element is a half of a point. That's the most you can get for a period in a transition on any bars. And you can say like, well, at the end of the day, is a, a transition and like a half of a point is really good. But let's think about this. You have the value in being an E element, the most you can get for a transition on uneven bars, right? But then you have the seeds. If the value in is a Thoen Shaposhnikova with a half turn, a seeds is a Thoen Shaposhnikova with a full turn. And you can, you could think that the seeds should be an F element. If the value in is an E and you are having a half of a turn more than, than a value in, obviously you're gonna add a 10 more on execution. And that will be the, the right example. But this is not happening because transitions are capped at E. Same thing with a, with a Comova 1 transition. Right, um, a Komova 2 that is an Imbar Chapushnikova is an E, as well as a Komova 2 that is an Imbar Chapushnikova half. So that's not fair because at the end of the day, you're doing more and you're receiving the same. So that's a flaw because the gymnasts obviously are gonna do the easier skills 
because first of all it's easier second of all you're gonna get uh, less deductions because as being easier you you can have less mistakes and what happened to the combo by one and these eights no one does them anymore I think the last person I saw doing a Komoba one was Komoba herself. And before her comeback on 2015, I think the last time she did it was was on London Olympic Games. The last person I saw doing a Seitz on uneven bars was Alia Mustafina back on 2013. So... Do you think do you think that's that reaching the originality? Obviously not. That's why we're watching that much Van Leeuwens instead of watching beautiful uh Saids. Because like obviously the Van Leeuwen is easier and you're getting the same difficulty score for different elements. For an easier element. Same with the periods. A couple of weeks ago, Laurette Cherpi from France posted a video of she doing a Thoan double period on uneven bars. And that's something that no one does <laughs> because a Thoan one and a half period is a knee. And again, E is the most you can get for a skill, right, uh, of terms of pirouettes. So why there is a double? Because obviously with a double it's easier both losing the handstand, rushing the handstand, and um, falling off the bars. Because I mean, to stay on a turn two times on a handstand on a bar must be really hard. So it's something that no one does. And it sucks. But in even bars is not the only apparatus who got this kind of flaws. Both the balance beam and floor has its flaws too. In terms that the dense elements are capped at E. Same thing. And for example, on floor, if you do a Mustafina that is a a triple turn with leg at a split, you're gonna receive an E that works the same as a full twisting double tuck. But then if you will try to do a Mustafina but adding another turn, doing a quad turn with leg at a split, you will start receiving the same as a Mustafina. So obviously you're gonna do the Mustafina because you're not gonna get rewarded for the other turn, so it's way easier. And same on balance beam. On balance beam, we're not watching, for example, like ring halves, because switch ring halves, or or split ring halves, because both of them uh, are 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 e. Well, only the switch. The switch is an e. So obviously, you're not gonna do, uh, not gonna add another half turn. You're gonna receive the same score. So that is a massive flaw in my opinion so well first thing that should be changed is like cancelled <laughs> the cap of the elements 
because it really sucks to stop watching amazing moves because they are not gonna do the value that it needs to be award. Second thing that needs to be changed is the difficulty value of some elements. Why? I'm gonna explain it, right? Worlds 2019. Simone Biles show a new balance beam skill. A dismount, to be exact. This dismount was a double twist in double back. Right? The next day, after the podium training, the FIG show the the value the difficulty value they were about to give to that element. Surprisingly, it was an H element. Knowing that a full twisting double tuck out of a beam is only a tenth less. I don't think add a twist to an element is only worth a tenth of a point, at least not on beam. Why? Because take the example on floor. On floor, the full twisting double tuck is an E, giving you five tenths of a point. And a double twisting double tuck is an H, giving you eight tenths of a point. So basically, you're receiving exactly the same difficulty value for a syllabash on floor than for a bias on beam, which is stupid. It doesn't make sense. Other thing like this, for, uh, again, on beam is the TESA. If you don't know what the TESA is, is a full twisting layout sideways to beam catching the beam and doing a clear hip cycle through the beam it's basically like a yurchenko loop on beam but adding a full twist this was done by albert teza i think on the 90s i think it was 1994 when she first did it it's just a knee which is stupid and why are these elements with such uh, a, le a little difficulty value? Oh, as well as the Rufala on beam that is a uh, full twisting, uh, full twisting layout to to face support. These elements are uh, are capped at this way um, because they're risky. And they want to protect their gymnast to try difficulty things. And with that way, we're gonna stop them. That was the explanation they gave for the vials. That was the explanation they they gave when they downgraded the Produnova Vault last squad. Do they really care about the health of gymnast? I don't think so. And that's just killing the sport. As a gymnast, then as a coach, if the world were perfect, 
if you don't think you're able to do safely on a skill, you're not trying it. Because if you ask me right now, I will definitely tell you that no one is able to try the vials dismount apart from vials herself because it's just crazy. Yes, I know much gymnasts tried to put a noble vault before and we have some problems with that. But at the end of the day, like, just downgrade the element a little bit. You don't need to put it on the on the range of easier skills than it is. Because at the end of the day, you're killing the sport by yourself, trying to prevent security. And I just don't think, I just don't think it's right. But I mean, I can understand the point. But I, I will say it needs a change on that aspect because so much skills needs a change. And then what, ha what happened is that, for example, if the FIG watch an element that is not being used as much, they, they put it on a higher difficulty value. For example, with the Candlemon, Candlemon used to be a C. This quaternion was a D. And with that, because this is not way hard to be in, to be a D, so many gymnasts start to produce a Candlemon to be. And what is gonna happen is that next squad, they're gonna downgrade it again because that, so much gymnasts are using it. It's like what happened with Pike Jaggers. This quaternion was upgraded from a D to a E. All the gymnasts start doing it. And for the next code of points they propose to <laughs> to came back to a D, <laughs> which is like, oh I know. So yeah, they should upgrade these skills that needs to be upgraded because they are way harder than the difficulty they got as the Bison Beam, as the Protonovum Bolt, as the Rufva and the, the Teza on Beam. And they need to downgrade skills that are not that hard as the Silivash on Floor. As a Candle Mountain Beam, as a Pike Jaeger, and an even bars. Other things they can do. Bring back the connection value for not rebound elements on floor on beam. Because we are losing connections as front aerial Arabian. Or as an Arabian connect to another Arabian, side aerial, side aerial, those kind of things, or even like you can't connect anymore, like front aerial to side Tommy to um, Kolejnikova, as uh, Ana Pavlova used to do, or for example, you can't connect anymore a front aerial to front aerial to side Tommy as Flavia Zariva did uh, at the Olympics because you're not gonna receive bonus point for that and it's stupid because at the end of the day that's way harder than mixed connections that are the ones that are being rewarded right now and I know 
The mixed connections and the dance elements are amazing. I love Chinese beam compositions because they are amazing. They are hitting the rings. Um, on the contrary to other American gymnasts, right, Kariker? Not shade. I'm just like she should need to change the, her her composition because uh, it's not it. We know what happened at the 2019 Worlds, but personal choices. It's not my business. So. Add, add bonus for not rebounding skills because that's gonna give you more originality. As same as, for example, on the 2006-2008 code of points, so many gymnasts were doing original skills because 10 skills were counted back then and they wanted to, to do as much skills as they could. And that's why they were starting to do difficult things. Or at least original skills. I'm not saying adding again 10 skills to a requirement uh, is the right choice because it's such a bad choice. But like at least the rebounding skills helps a lot with that. As well as for example at the twin 2009 to 2012 code of points on floor they have a requirement of a connection tumbling pass you need to connect at least two elements two acro elements on the same tumbling pass to to gain those five tens so it's just a matter of of those things like those kind of things could help and a lot to bring back the originality to the sport. A comment before the end of this video. My opinion of why, um, back in the 80s, 90s, uh, the, the gymnastics was, was that original, was not because the gymnasts need to show skills to, to win a perfect end. But because they wanted to show that they were the best. And they could do these innovating things or that innovating things. They were always looking at new things to do. To show up the originality that they could bring to the table. Right now, because of the code of points, gymnasts are just trying to adapt to the code of points even though uh, they don't like their routines but they need to do them because that what the code asks what's what's my solution to this final solution a part of what i say the code of points should totally um reward originality in some way or another it will be amazing if the gymnasts receive bonus points for for originality, for bringing something new, let's stop thinking or let's stop doing this thing that the only way your originality is being shown is only having your name bad spelled at the code of points. Because it is what it is. If you're inventing something, the only thing you're getting credit for is your name at the last pages of the code of points. Just with 
the skill description and the owner oh, oh and the first gymnast who do that that routine and if you're a chelsea memo you need to <laughs> you need to get your name spelled as chelsea memel instead of how it is so it's not even being reward as it should be stop just writing on a book that the fans almost don't read and start giving points for that kind of innovation and on that way the fans were well blah, blah the fans will stop to put in like statements of gymnastics is not original anymore so my conclusion with all of this if the FIG is gonna implement a bonus for a gymnast doing uh, this month harder than a gym on the next code of points what's the excuse for not to give a bonus for doing original skills. Well, this was another short episode. This was different from what I have done before because I didn't introduce myself or that kind of stuff. And I think I like the results. This doesn't mean all of my podcasts are gonna be like that, but you know. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this. Next week, I'm gonna... Well, more than a week. What? No. Well, something like that. I'm gonna go back with another... Uh, with another... That thing. <laughs> with another figure skating uh, podcast. Uh, remember that the theme competition of Russia is right around the corner. And also, we have good news of worlds actually happen. But what we know now, uh, and also the Olympics are most likely to happen from what the media has, has said. So I'm so excited for, for this. This year is going to be amazing uh, in terms of sports if we, if we get to, to see the competitions. So expect so much content on this podcast for that. And also on the team competition of Russia, I'm so excited for, for the podcast of that. Uh, it's going to be a surprise. But it's gonna be something that excites me a lot. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this, guys. Uh, remember that, well, I'm gonna put my Instagrams on the description. If you agree, disagree, you want to, to fight with me, just send me a DM. I'm always glad to hit other people's opinions. And this is all for me today. Don't forget to have an amazing day, have an amazing life. That's it for today and bye.